0: Hola, it's Gapacha with the weekly Pele report for April 12th of 2023. Can you believe it man? April 12th already. Wow. Well I tell you, this is a lot of water. <laughs> oh man. Check it out. This is amazing. Uh, my beach is gone Uh, and it's uh, this is a lot this is a lot of water (laughs) what can I say man oh man let's talk about the moon Luna speaking of water the feminine changing moving flowing Endlessly down to the ocean of oneness. Oh, yeah. Right now, that moon's in Capricorn. But uh, by tomorrow, Thursday, she's moving into Aquarius. She's going to bump into Pluto. Uh, Today, she opposes Mars. Trines Mercury and Uranus down there in Taurus. Squares Chiron and then bops on, right? Tomorrow, she's going to square... Sun and Jupiter and then when she's in Aquarius she's going to trine Venus yeah you remember that nice Venus trine Pluto last week that I talked about well Venus is moving on uh, you know she's uh, uh, cruised into a uh, Gemini like I said and she is going to be squaring Saturn that's on Friday, Venus, Square, Saturn. I'm gonna talk a little bit more about what that means. Uh, in the meantime, the moon is moving on Thursday, Friday. Uh, the other thing with, uh, yeah, and Saturday she goes into Pisces and uh, bumps into Saturn, has a little moon-Saturn chit-chat, cruises on and squares Venus over there in Gemini trines Mars and then by Monday moves into Aries so this is you know this is our third quarter moon closing in on the Sun it's the the final quarter phase so she's going balsamic balsamic you know goes into Aries on Monday and uh, moves along uh, you know to uh, square Mars in Cancer conjunct Chiron uh, And then by uh, Wednesday uh, Comes around and we are going to have a total solar eclipse Yeah total solar eclipse on the 19th at 29 degrees 50 minutes of Aries Just 10 minutes away from Taurus so I'm gonna be talking about that one I'll read you the Sabian symbol on that but I really want to talk about eclipses today because I'm not going to get a chance to do that uh, you know before the next Pele report so let me look at the camera all right let's talk about eclipses (laughs) let's talk about the Sun and the moon and they're called the luminaries in astrology and they're they're way different it's this is not so much well it is more yin and yang not so much masculine and feminine because it goes far beyond masculine and feminine it goes far beyond venus and mars we're talking about the sun which is a star and you know there's billions of stars and they they are the source of light this the sun makes its own light everything else reflects it right all you see all those planets out there venus mars saturn jupiter the the moon they're all reflecting the light that comes out of nowhere, comes out of itself. I mean, it is magic. <laughs> the sun creates its own light. Come on. Right? They, they haven't figured that out. <laughs> so as the source of light. It's also this, you know, it, it emanates. It, it, you know, shines its rays and warms the surface of the earth and so that things can grow. So, you know, we, uh, it is in many ways the source of life. And then we have the moon, right? The moon reflects the light of the sun, just like the earth, if we were in a spaceship, it would be reflecting the light of the sun. And life grows. The plants, the animals, the humans, the mycelium, you know, it all is growing here. So this, it's life is abundant in these waters and whoosh, And it's just so amazing that, you know, the Sun is 400 times larger than the Moon, and the Moon is 400 times closer to Earth. So, in the sky they appear to be about the same size. I mean, (laughs) that's how we have eclipses is that the Moon, which is 400 times smaller than the Sun, actually comes in front of it on a new Moon a couple times a year when it lines up with the Moon's nodes and completely blocks out the light of the Sun. We have a total solar eclipse coming. And that is that it's going to completely Covered. it's called annular because you will be able to see a little ring around the Sun because the moon is is far distant from the earth at this time her orbit comes closer and farther speeds up and slows down it's very very loony <laughs> but this is a this is so powerful because the Sun is like it is the solar creator of energy and it and it symbolizes in astrology consciousness it is our conscious action to you know to create to emanate to express ourselves this is our Sun this is our consciousness and the moon reflects it is life so we have light and life And this light and this life, and this conscious and this feeling, instinctive, subconscious occupy equal, you know, they're they're equal size to us. They are an equal part of our life experience, our inner experience, and what we express. This is this sun, moon. The luminaries playing back and forth and back and forth with each other. And so the moon comes and we have these moon's nodes, the dragon's head, the dragon's tail, Rahu and Ketu. And they, they have no physical mass. There's no there's there's nothing there. They are nodes, points, where the ecliptic, which is the orbit of the Earth around the Sun, meets the orbit of the Moon around the Earth. And so when the Moon comes around to the north, it's rising. And any planet, not just the Moon, right? Venus has nodes, Mars has nodes, all the planetary bodies have nodes where they go up and, you know, where they rise north of the ecliptic, and south and then go south. It's called the declination. You can have a north and south declination of all the planets You can do a chart of all your nodes not just the moon's nodes But this is very important because in particular twice a year These nodes go around every 18.6 years and what we'll see is actually There is a 19-year cycle, it's called the metonic cycle, where you will have an eclipse, not just an eclipse, but these moons, the new moons and the full moons, they fall on almost the same degree every 19 years. And at that opposite degree, Almost every nine to ten years. So, this you can look back to what's going on. Okay, you know, April nineteenth. Guess what? In uh, May, May fifth. Oh no 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 no. April nineteenth of two thousand and. Four. What were you doing back in 2004? <laughs> there was an eclipse at 29 degrees, 49 minutes. The, the, this total solar eclipse is at 29 degrees, 50 minutes. So there was an exact total solar eclipse 19 years ago to the day April 19th of 2023 to, to, to 2004 one minute off so it's this is a this is a this is really powerful and of course in between then okay in October 18th okay of 2013 what were you doing in 2013 October of 13 there was a lunar eclipse so the nodes were reversed right at 25 degrees Aries 45 minutes now I will say that it is necessary for you if you really want to feel into these eclipses. It you'll feel it more when it's touching a planet, or an angle, or a house cusp in your chart, or a powerful point like the part of fortune or the vertex or you know something like that. Uh, it, it, you know, otherwise you just want to kind of note whichever house this is in because it's getting really amplified right now and I want to read to you about these eclipses because a north node eclipse like we're having now the north node is at four degrees Taurus and anything within 18 degrees of the nodes is an eclipse it could be partial okay but this one is total because it's close enough where the moon will completely cover the sun, but I want to read to you Alexander Ruperti's uh, "Cycles of Becoming." I know some people like this when I read, and I I, I, I enjoy reading. <laughs> Since the moon is conjunct her north node, she is the positive factor in this kind of an eclipse. New lunar faculties or powers are to be built into the personality and a new type of adjustment to circumstances is demanded. The obstruction of the sun by the lunar disk, which takes place in all total eclipses, whether of the north or south node variety, becomes the dominant factor in north node eclipses. The Moon absorbs as much as it can of the solar power normally directed toward the Earth. And depending symbolically on the degree of totality of the eclipse, in this case it's total, (laughs) quantitatively reflects nothing. The lunar factors therefore will dominate the consciousness Accentuating the ego needs, expediency, opportunism, selfishness, and the emotional needs born of the past. The compulsion of habits and automatic behavior is strong. For the Solar Spiritual Vision is for the time being eclipsed so the ghosts and goblins come out of pandora's box because the light of the sun that like really brings in right consciousness gets blocked now we're going to also have a lunar eclipse a couple of weeks from now in Scorpio 14 degrees Scorpio. If a lunar eclipse follows a North Node Solar Eclipse, the Moon will then be conjunct her South Node and the Sun will be the positive factor. The lunar emphasis gives way and a reactionary effect due to a reinstatement of the Solar Will and purpose is possible. The compulsion of the past, the strong egocentricity, and the karmic forces aroused during the North Node Solar Eclipse, which is coming up next week, right, may slowly recede into the background or be effectively neutralized or fulfilled. During a lunar eclipse, as the earth passes between the sun and the moon, the moon is symbolically cut off from the light of the sun. There is a temporary obscuration of man's psychic nature, our feelings, and our personal psychological capacity to adapt to circumstances, karmic forces, or inhibited or repressed psychic or emotional energies can overwhelm the consciousness momentarily as one faces his dweller on the threshold the fruits of his psychological complexes so you know it's uh, The results will differ in each case depending on the psychological strength of the individual. In the best of instances, this confrontation can lead to a liberation from the past, weaknesses, to positive fulfillment of karma, and a dissipation of the dweller on the threshold. In any case, however, The experience tends to be a bit frightening. You see, this is a new moon. And these eclipses serve to kick us in the butt. They get us out of our ruts of our emotional, habitual, child programming, past life, you know, habits. You know, the way that we have always been gets disturbed and we need to adapt to life in a new way. And like I said, these eclipses mostly affect the geographical and sociological activities going on on the planet Earth. They're really not so personal unless they're hitting a personal point in your chart yeah so I got you know the nodes right there at 16 degrees of Taurus and Scorpio Uh, that lunar uh, eclipse you know coming up uh, I think it's on the 29th of uh, April sometime around there Eh, doesn't say. (laughs) But anyway, facing all of our karma, facing our habits, facing karma is nothing but the consequences of past actions. And we know that actions are the results of beliefs, hopes, wishes, will forces, as well as subconscious, emotional needs, fears, insecurities, jealousies etc. So wherever we're acting from comes back to us so that we can consciously assimilate and self-discover, evolve, see the results, the fruits of our actions. So these these eclipses times you know this eclipse season that we're in right now you know it's an opportunity to really liberate ourselves but it requires changing ourselves it requires as comfortable as we are in our identity in our roles in our relationships in our jobs in our lives as secure as we are, uh, we need to evolve. We, we need to change, and so we're, we'll be finding. Of course, we know that society is changing, and the economy is changing, and you know, so many conditions, you know, in the external world are changing that it's you know creating and bringing in a lot of change for us too. Now, what today's mantra is about and this week's mantra is about is that we also wanna be looking at this Venus, which is love, which is the heart force, which is in square to Saturn. But before I move into that, I wanna just really look at this moon cycle Because I spoke of that we're in this balsamic moon. And just like when that moon reaches her north node, she comes up to a new moon. It's like she comes up to the sun and she reaches for the light. She gets a new message, a new purpose, a new intention, a new desire, you know, a new apple. And she brings that apple through the crescent, first quarter, gibbous, and down into earth like the life so that, you know, the intention gets grounded, gets realized, gets manifested, gets incarnated into earth reality. And that itself, that half of the cycle, okay, is, you know, this bringing from nothing into something, the idea into the creation. And then from that full moon to the disseminating, the third quarter, the balsamic, back to the conjunction, which is we're in that final phase now. This brings back all of our creations, all of our hopes, fears, what what we made, what we felt, uh, you know, what we did in our relationships, you know, how we loved or how we, you know, our, our pain. And it's and it's a letting go. It's a shedding. But it's also a redemption. So it's a it's a return to spirit and it's a letting go of anything that is separating us emotionally, psychologically, you know, in our feeling life, in our memory life so that we can return back to that solar source of light again to do this cycle. This happens 13 times a year yeah, but particularly with these moons nodes. So this being a North Node Eclipse is really about setting future intentions of what you want to create and you will realize those creations nine years from now and then 18, 19 years from now you'll understand why and what that was all about and you know what the karma, you know, was all about with that creation, with that relationship, with that business, with that art, with your putting yourself out there. And it can be great applause and it can be really appreciated and, and you can be leaving a legacy for the future. Or it can have been, you know, depending upon the, the strength of your will, the strength of your personality, uh, you, know, your, you know, your development of your skill set. It, it can also be nothing. It can also dissipate where nothing was really created and, and there's no fruits. There's nothing to bring back. There's nothing to bring up to the altar. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's real, you know. (laughs) A lot of times, you can look at it like a a, like a a baby to midlife to old age, you know. And your and your old age is the result of what you you know, yeah. It's it's like yeah, from zero to forty two or something. You're building, 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 you know you know 42 to 84 85 a full uranus cycle and you know you're you know you're releasing but you're gaining more wisdom you're gaining the understanding of whatever everything that you put out there so now coming into the venus saturn okay the important thing that you want to understand is with this whole cycle It happens with all the planetary pairs. So Venus was conjunct Saturn, January 23rd, at 24 degrees of Aquarius. What have you got at 24 degrees of Aquarius, okay? Venus conjunct Saturn, sowed a new seed. That's a new seed that wants to Saturn form structure, materialize, incarnate with boundaries in time and space and form and structure, love, relationship, uh, you know, a new value, a, a, a new priority, a new way of, of self-acceptance and loving yourself. Wanting to receive something new, something beautiful. Wanting to like really make our lives more beautiful. This was a seed that was sown with that Venus conjunct Saturn in January. And now three months later, she comes forward, right? She comes out in April and that first quarter square, 90 degrees, She's got to break out of the past. You've got to say goodbye to old patterns, old habits, maybe an old relationship, tear up an old contract, let go of an old job, let go of, you know, limitate, limit, limiting belief systems, let go of fears, in order to break, in order for this new seed that was planted in January to now come forward in a new, more formed, structured, more real. So it's time for a shift, right? You know, now is, it's, it's, how can I say, you know, it's time to, Maybe make those plans, or make, uh, give, give form, give routine, give structure, and you will face your resistance. You will face your fears. You you, you will face. Oh, I want to be, you know, the Aquarian rebel, and I want to be free, and I I want to be liberated, and don't fence me in, and blah 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 blah. But Venus coming around you know to square that Saturn says well you know anything that is gonna last needs something so this is a good time you know to make a commitment this is a good time to you know take the responsibility this is a good time you know to learn you know new skills or new job uh, you know new new things and bring new people and invite more into your space that is new, and it's gonna put more pressure on you. You're gonna have more responsibilities. You're gonna have to, like, really. It's, it, this is a time to buckle down and buckle in, and, you know, really ch- strengthen the will force to make shit happen. And not being victim, it's happening to me. I, I'm getting pushed down the stream and the river, and I can't control it. And I'm gonna drown. And bad, that, 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 that. You gotta learn how to swim. <laughs> you got, you, you gotta take some lessons, man. You gotta use your muscles. Okay, you gotta kick. Uh, you gotta move. You gotta, you gotta make it happen this is what this time period is about you know and and it's and it's really you know breaking forth bringing something new that's never been seen under the sun and you're gonna bring it down and you're gonna make it real not just at the full moon lunar eclipse but nine years from now so Think ahead, baby! <laughs> now, speaking of Saturn in form and Venus square Saturn, look how this all relates, man. The Sabian symbol for the 30th degree of Aries where the eclipse is. A duck pond and its brood. The realization of natural boundaries. After the, what, we, what is shown here is that every form of activity has its limits and that even the consciousness that has been able to get a glimpse of universal order has to bring down to its own karmic field of operation, the message of harmony it has heard inwardly peace and inner contentment with one's essential destiny is required to meet the everyday world the mystic may experience flights of imagination and transcendent vision but he must return to the concrete earth and to his task in his social environment. Extensive as the latter may seem, it is still very small compared to the galactic field. It is indeed a duck pond compared to the ocean. But it is there that the substance for concrete action has to be found and every effective activity has to be focused. Thus, the boundaries imposed by the very nature of this activity have to be consciously accepted. It, we're in a little duck pond, okay? We're here on little planet Earth. We're in our little communities. We're in our little families. We're, in our, we, we're limited, man. We're not, we're not running the show. But when we accept these limitations and we let go of trying to control the universe and we simply control our thoughts, our minds, our actions, our desires right and we function and we act you know within our field of activity and we accept it and we 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 become at peace with it that yeah my sphere of influence is only this big and maybe it's just my bedroom or my living room or my house and my yard. I mean, I you know maybe I'm just yeah, you know maybe I'm only affecting ten people. You know whatever. But you know what? That's my that's my stage. That's where my play is being enacted. And as I do my best and I discover, you know, new skills and new capacities and new talents in myself. Maybe, you know, that duck pond will expand but it's enough for me to know myself. We we are given enough to evolve. The universe provides us with everything we need (laughs) to evolve when we need it, exactly as much as we need. And, yeah, baby, ow, it's all good. (laughs) So, you know, what we want to do is, my mind is clear, my will aligned with that from up above. I will not stray or turn away, but remain an agent of love. Clear the mind. You know, the worry, the fear, the memories, the future hopes, wishes, and dreams, these take us out of the now, out of functioning, out of clarity, and we can lose our alignment. So we're being called in, we're being called down, we're being called back to ourselves. And as we align, not ego will, but thy will, the will. What does love want? What does life want? I'm an agent of life. I'm an agent of love. This, So it's now about, you know, from the new moon to the full moon. Well, I mean, now this week we're in the balsamic, right? I mean, this is just like, let go, clear the mind, erase the chalkboard and prepare yourself for this eclipse because you're going to get a new seed, you're going to get a new relationship, a new impulse, a new desire, a new destiny, a new identity, a new ego. So the more you can clean yourself out this week the more you'll be free to like really psh, be renewed next week. My mind is clear, my will aligned with that from up above. I will not stray or turn away, but remain an agent of love yeah baby song for this week I don't know the song that's been coming to me is just operator by Jim Croce uh, whatever <laughs> that's just been coming up a lot for me maybe it's coming up for you namaste aloha so much love Uh, yeah I keep forgetting to tell you about all the stuff going on man I just posted uh, I'm doing speaking of love and Venus composite charts part three of the astrology of relationships is open online available it's gonna be the first weekend of June awesome if you want to learn how to read a composite chart check it out the links are below on the YouTube they're on the website new paradigm astrology I'm leaving for Greece in a couple of weeks the Chiron workshop and uh, the Athens workshop there's a couple spots it's gonna be amazing check that out what else the school the school uh, you know I'm working with over 400 students now and we are doing a lot of astrology on telegram we meet almost every Sunday on zoom and it's a great group of folks If you want to know more about everything astrology, check it out. Again, newparadigmastrology.com. And talk at you later.